I'm CJ. And this is Harry Potter Movie Minutes. The podcast where two friends break down the movies of the wizarding world in excruciating detail and obnoxious commentary. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Oh my god. Do you want me to start this? Um, I can't believe we did this. (laughs) I kind of can't either. (laughs) This is, uh, this is something to be proud of. Can't two and a half me. years. Like two seriously, years. <laughs> I think I remember being like, "It won't take that long." <laughs> I think I fully expected it to take this long. I never expected us to finish. No, I thought for sure. I don't know. One of us would lose our voices, or life go to would jail. get in the way. <laughs> go to right. jail is more likely for me. <laughs> Whoops. Wind up dead in the gutter, which is more I mean. likely for me. <laughs> Um, hoppa! Nice. Come on. Mazel. Well, I'm just going to be over here popping a bottle. There. Yay! Did it! And nobody can see this either, but we have matching stemless wine glasses. I'm holding the uh, glass up to the microphone because we are actually now transitioning to an ASMR podcast. Last episode, we decided let's do something different. We both have let's our mischief, insane. mischief managed wine glasses, which I thought was very fitting. We did the goddamn thing. We fucking did cute. the goddamn thing. We fucking finished this. Well, we're about to finish this together. <laughs> together. Can't wait to talk about it. Well, cheers, darling. Cheers. cheers ridiculous thing we did. Let's fucking do it. All right. Very last episode. Movie eight, season eight. Ooh, that's good. Mine's very good. Yeah. Episode 11. I love some bubbles. Bears. All right. Let's get into this. We had to talk about this too because, like, I really thought I'd have, like, I'd be, like, sobbing at the end of this, like, not only the end of the movies, but, like, the end of this project. Like, oh my God, what finality. But the ending of the movie just made me mad. <laughs> so like, you know yeah. 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 Very that. So the end of last episode, when we get Molly defeating Bellatrix. Yeah. Um, I think I talked about this. Maybe I didn't. Um, I ended up like rereading that passage a few mm-hmm. different times, like looking for little details and every fucking time. So it didn't happen when I watched it play out, but every time I read Molly's line, not my daughter, you bitch, like immediate tears welling up, yeah. like just fucking something about that particular page of the book. I, I can't not sob. But then we get to this fucking shit show. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, we're done. Oh, we're done. Yeah. And I had like brief moments too, like throughout where I was like, oh, like when we saw Hagrid carrying Harry, I was like, oh, poor sweet Hagrid. Like I had a moment there, but it's still, we got to get into it. It's just not, it's not yeah. what I yeah, yeah, yeah. envision. Anyway, so let's do this. Um, so I, my first note, after the glorious battle between Molly and Bellatrix, so we're back well. to this very, very long back and forth battle with Harry and Voldemort. Um, oh, I wrote no words, damn it. What I meant was I liked in the book when they're just standing in the courtyard and circling each other and Harry's explaining basically <laughs> the last six books to us. He's explaining, yeah, this is where you fucked up. This is why you continue to fuck up. This is why you'll always fuck up because you don't, you're not human and this is why i win and this is why i win yeah and i was just like oh we don't talk throughout this battle we just battle i said at one point voldemort just bitch slaps harry 
<laughs> right. That's what I was going to say. Like, we, we aren't really even battling at this point. Voldemort's just beating the shit out of him. <laughs> and my question is, like, why is Voldemort suddenly all about physical violence instead of magic? Like, Thank it you. feels so out of character for him to resort to something as, like, common or muggle yeah. as just, like, kicking his ass. Like, anyone can do this, but you're the most powerful wizard in the world. Like, that's what you're trying to prove. Yeah. Couldn't you just fucking kill him at any moment? Why are we going through this? Like, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> just bitch slapping him. That's why I said, I go, it just kind of made me laugh. Like, all right, just goes to straight up hand to hand combat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that classic, like end of an action movie where it's the face off between the two Titans and it looks like the good guy's going to lose because he's getting the shit. Like this, is this Rocky all of a sudden what's happening? <laughs> like his back's on the ropes. I, I just I, I don't get it I don't get it I don't know why we needed this like why can't we just had the battle be in the courtyard where everything else has been taking place this yeah no movie. we we fully didn't we didn't need this absolutely no. no so anyway now they're finally speaking I said because Harry tells Voldemort the wand doesn't work properly for him and can't um because what if the wand never belonged to Snape and then grabs him <laughs> come on Tom let's finish this the way we started it together I said do I love or hate that line and are they going to kiss they're definitely going to kiss. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> okay. I really hated it. Cause like, I'm just like, what? Okay. There's so many problems with it. Like we didn't start this together. You didn't choose this Harry. You were a baby. No, like, you didn't as a baby go, let's do this lifelong fucking battle over the Yeah. Like let's spend the next two decades <laughs> fighting each other. Like let's no. So that when he grabs them together and then falls off the high tower, I'm like, okay, then what was your plan if he just let you what if he just dropped you? <laughs> like, what was your plan, Harry? Can you fly all of a sudden? Like, what was what was the choice here? I it's just I uh, to to echo your sentiment, like how is this somehow better than the monologue explaining everything that's happened in the last four books? Five, think, six books, excuse me. I think me. you're right. It's supposed to like keep us engaged, like, oh look, they're battling, they're fighting. No, I'm bored. And but <laughs> they're not, they're not doing anything. They're like scratching at each other's faces and flying around the castle. Like yeah. what? No. I don't also, want this. this like face that Dumbledore or Jesus, what's his name? This <laughs> face that Voldemort makes toward the end of this little montage the like creepy clown face seriously yes like yes. right before they end up in the courtyard Where they like, like merge focus faces. in and it's like this creepy joker so it haunts my dreams because it it's such a it's such a weird i don't okay but let's take a step back and like try to like think like the filmmakers or they're like trying to prove to us that yes they are kind of linked together so let's morph their faces together i guess i get it but it's also just a, a weird fucking choice to make them fly zoom fight around as uh, again voldemort's the only one that can fly that we know of yeah so voldemort's steering this but then to morph their i don't like it anyway i don't like it i, I did it. write um harry would be very badly injured <laughs> The amount of things that he made him hit and like was clawing at his face and shit. Harry would be Harry would be very very badly injured by the time they landed because yeah. they they like fall and like roll a bit. I'm like yeah, and he's just been smashed into literal buildings. Yeah, they're smashing through shit. Like oh, what right. is going on? Yeah, is Harry superhuman now too? Like how <laughs> apparently, or is he also part smoke thingy, <laughs> smoke fog effect? Is he? Yeah, is he? like shielded by his power like his Voldemort smoke power because like he'd be dead he's a he's a human I mean they're both human anyway 
yeah, I was just, I just, yeah, Harry would be very badly injured. Um, so now they're back in the courtyard where, like I said, they should have just been this whole time. They're slow-mo crawling for their wands, which I kind of like the shot. I didn't hate this one, but they're both kind of down and yeah, and they like Still. army crawl. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's a good call. There we go. Um, so they get their wands and then they just, I said, full body fire spells at each other, which I kind of liked. The, like, yeah, I do. Like the it. drama here is real. It's yeah. it, And it's good. Um, they do a nice job with it. Oh, and I also wrote, but they don't speak the spells. Kind of would no. have been helpful, I feel like. Oh no, we're past that. I know. <laughs> we just pew, pew. when we when we duel there are no words there are no words in dueling you just, just fire light at each other but like that again i know that we've given up on the books but that was like a central point in the books is harry's always just deflecting voldemort's spells voldemort's always going to kill he's just going to protect like yeah that was kind of always the main central point is that that's what gave harry away in the beginning of seven was that he's at expelling armist while they were on the leaving privet drive that's what gave him away so to like not include it at the last i don't know again we don't care uh, we don't care <laughs> we don't care uh so meanwhile nagini is about to launch itself at ron and hermione oh yeah i put a side note to you um did the snake get just huge in this moment yes it's I mean, like it's, big. we've talked before about how it regularly changes size, but now it's enormous. <laughs> um, it is full on that like Anaconda movie where it's like 400 <laughs> feet long and thicker than a bus. Um, I was more like distracted by like, is she suddenly immune to spells? Nagini? Because this happened. Yeah. Because this happened when Harry first wakes up to like rolls out of Hagrid's arms. It's almost like a like the spell doesn't affect her and then just here as well ron fires a spell at her and oh. it doesn't affect her at all and my question here is like is it because she's a horcrux oh that would make sense because he does fire confringo at it when he first rolls out of hagrid's arms yeah and, and just, it like, just does nothing behind. it has yeah. no effect and this whatever spell that ron fires at it has no effect whatsoever but if be. I think you're right, oh god, I've never she thought has, about that. right? But like, if she has that same like unbreakableness, immunity, whatever, yeah. um, why is Voldemort worried about her? Like, why does he in the book? Why does he literally have her in a protective bubble? Like, if she can't be killed, well, because he knows other than she... by something specific like a <laughs> right. Well, that's what he's, a, a he's sword a... that has been imbued with. Yeah, basilisk venom or a basilisk fang itself he's for the first time feeling vulnerable because he knows that the other ones have been destroyed which he didn't think was possible either right so anyway back to so nagini yeah it, it does look huge she's invincible like a, she's apparently a, she's invincible and she's a baby basilisk like she's huge um so, <laughs> <laughs> just when we think all hope is lost like it, i never it's a it, it's a, I don't want to say it's a great moment, but it's a nice moment when you see Ron just kind of shielding Hermione, like we're going to die together. I'm like, oh. It is very sweet. Like, oh shit, okay. I don't know if I've, again, I forgot about most of these movies because I haven't seen them in, since we started. Um, but Neville comes in with the sword of Gryffindor to slice off its head. Said, yeah. Well done, Neville. Well done. And I was like, he got his moment. I was so happy. I Honestly, well done, everyone. This, this moment is really fucking like fantastic. Yeah. Oh, oh, and this is what I'm excited to talk to you about, though. I said, so now Smoke Voldy's 
Smoke moldy faces drift out of the snake, the smoke snake. Yes. So, so that's have, another element. Like uh, another element? We've seen water boldies. We've seen fire boldies. We've seen smoke boldies. Like we've seen every time a Horcrux dies in these last couple of movies, we've had like elemental we boldies. Water boldies. Uh, when Hermione stabbed the cup in the chamber. The water comes up and it's boldy. Yeah, you're right. Them. I forgot you told you talked about that in that episode too, and I'm just like blanking. No, so it's just it's just something I've never. So again, this project was <laughs> because I've seen these movies a million times. I never noticed that. Yeah, every single time a Horcrux dies in these last couple of movies, you get like an elemental boldy that comes out of it. And this time it was, and this time I tried to rewind it a few times, and I had the subtitles on. You almost hear a word being said. As the smoke bullies are kind of yeah. drifting out, yeah. there's like, there's, like, there's, there's a whispery, like and almost parcel tonguey. Oh, yeah. maybe that's what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was parcel tongue. I just assumed call. it was meant to be parcel tongue. That's a good call. I, I know exactly what you mean, though. Yeah, I was trying to like catch it. I'm like, what the fuck are they saying? Um, so that's cool. Anyway, snake is destroyed. Um, Voldy and Harry stop their battle as the final Horcrux is destroyed. I said, it kind of looks like Voldy's going to cry. His eyes are awful wet at this moment for some reason. <laughs> yeah, he's real emotional. He's feeling all of these horcruxes die, I guess, for the movie. Um, Harry's spell now, when they, oh, sorry, now they launch spells at each other once more. This time. Yeah. What are they even casting anymore? We don't, we don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just <laughs> throwing energy at each other a bit. Sure. Um, now this time, Harry's spell launches further, eventually reaching Voldemort's hand. The Elder Wand flies through the air, and Voldy gets blipped. I said, like Infinity War. I said, go, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay. First of all, would have been fun to know that this was Expelliarmus, and that would make sense for why his wand flies Thank out you. of his hand to Thank Harry. You. Like, great. Yeah, that's that's what's happening here. Yep. Um this infinity war blip <laughs> which i mean that's the perfect description thank you i'm a little bit mad that i didn't come up with that actually i, I had feathery ashes and then i was like well <laughs> <laughs> let's go with something that's you know we've been talking about so here's where i'm at uh i get that this is more dramatic uh we get like the full-on disintegration of a human being cool 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 uh, we've loved that since like Raiders of the Lost Ark when that dude's face melted. Fantastic. Right? No, that's, yeah, that's Raiders of the Lost Ark, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They open the Ark and the guy's face melts. It's cool. In this case, contrary to what I said last week about Bellatrix's death, Bellatrix's death where she explodes in the Great Hall. Yeah. Um, I sort of did just want him to keel over. Yes. Like dying a very human, very mortal, very muggle death. Yes. For somebody who's been denying that part of him for his entire life. Yes. Like that is the absolute justice. Justice and like most humiliating thing that could possibly happen to him. <laughs> Instead right. of having this very magical death where he just kind of ceases to exist. The only thing I'm going to say is it's because, the only thing I'm going to try to explain away and give it to them. This is a magic unlike anything else. This is a magic involving hollows, ancient magic, uh, blood link, uh, horcruxes. This is something that's yeah. not common. So for that reason, I'll go, okay, sure. So that makes him explode into feathery ash. 
Sure. Yeah, I, I I appreciate that because in the book, in the King's Cross Purgatory conversation with Dumbledore, mm. Dumbledore points out like you two have like reached the very limits of our understanding of magic. Like we don't like nobody's done this. That's right. <laughs> we don't understand what's happening. Correct. Um, so to just have them kind of fade away is it's appropriate. It's kind of brilliant. I just I want it's not like you said to steal your word. I want that justice of yeah. like, no, you are human, just like me. You're just like everyone else, and you're going to die in the same way that everyone else does. Yeah. Not in this very like because honestly, the way that he disappears here, and I only drew this connection last night. Ooh. It's what? a little bit like the way that Credence disappears at the end of the first Fantastic Beast films where like just pieces of him are like drifting away into the ether and it's like so is this how something dark 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 gets killed is this yeah but also like credence didn't die that evil part in him died the um what's it called obscurious obscurious yes oh obscurus excuse me um Shut and up. so it's like, I, I wonder if this effect was used as a like, maybe he can come back. Nobody knows. Because he didn't just die. Like a normal human mortal wizard, whatever, yeah. dies. Right. Like we just saw Fred's body. We just saw Tonks and Lupin's bodies okay. lying there. Proof that they are no longer living. Instead, he just fades away. Hmm. It's like, so is he dead? <laughs> Could there be a sequel? Maybe. Maybe. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I don't think I've ever thought that before, but that's interesting. We did see him turn himself into sand in five. <laughs> like, oh, he, right, yeah, he, he drifted along sand to be, get into Harry. So God, who knows? But then again, there's, um, what was the Hagrid line? I don't know if there's enough human left in him to die. Yeah. I actually love that line. I fucking do. Not, not to flash back to season one. Like, <laughs> too late. It's the final episode. We do what we want. All right. So, I, okay. So I have a lot of thoughts about this battle in a minute, but we're just going to, we're going to go forward. And then I wrote you <laughs> some side notes. Um, so I said, I will give um, the movie the shot of the sun coming up behind Hogwarts as his weird feathery ashes. I said, float away. <laughs> it's kind of like the dawn. It's kind of like a new dawn has risen. It's kind of yeah, cool. There's, it's, it's symbolic. there's symbolism. There's imagery. It's great. Yeah. So now we're back I, inside. Cool. We, well, still outside. I guess I never realized that like that behind them there is the Great Hall or what's left of it. And like half of it is gone. <laughs> right. Again, back to that YouTube video where he's like, and, and I'm like, what, this is oh, what it is. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. That. We've, I'm sorry. We've given this guy so much free advertising, <laughs> and I get that our reach is not that wide, but like he should cut us a check or at the very least buy us a drink. <laughs> Sir, we'll have a drink with you. I think he's. But yeah, it's just like his videos has have just like made me look at the castle in completely different ways. That I'm like, oh yeah, that makes no sense. But yeah, I didn't like when that like you're saying that sunrise is coming up. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, half of the Great Hall is gone. And then we're about to jump into the Great Hall. And my first like little asshole, spiteful bitch inside of me was like, well, let, let's see if it's like that in there. And then 
yeah it is the it wall is behind hagrid wall. is just like gone <laughs> it's like oh fuck yeah anyway sorry go they, on it, yeah by the way it's hogwarts expert hogwarts expert at yes on the youtubes <laughs> on the you, youtubes sir. go check him out his videos are are fantastic it was very uh, helpful i was like oh thank god like so we're not crazy like we've been watching these movies in great detail for the last two and a half years going huh why does that why is that then that moved like yeah we're not nuts. You, it's, it's if you want like evidence from an actual expert uh yes in like i i think he has a degree in architecture he has some kind oh. of expertise in architecture oh, cool. uh instead of two like rambling idiots uh <laughs> highly recommend his channel yes um so back to so now we're inside the, the castle i said with the survivors as so luna comes to sit next to neville in a peaceful silence him still with the sword of gryffindor in his hand oh i asked you do you think it's on purpose we know none of the students behind the two of them so we yes. only focus on those two i, yes. I looked i was like positive like no, I don't know any of those fuckers. <laughs> like, sorry. That's exactly what's happening. Sorry. Um, I said, Harry's walking through the, oh, I wrote in parentheses, Great Hall. It is. Harry's walking through the Great Hall and sees the Weasley family. Oh, I said, anyway, Percy's here. My side note to you, I said, okay, wait, no one knows what just happened with him and Voldemort. No. There are no witnesses to what just happened. Where are the rest of the Death Eaters? Correct. Where did they go? Where's... Where's anybody? What? Like, why is this battle just was, over? Why was it a secret and only we as the audience saw it? What? <laughs> like, I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> like, that just hit me finally when he's like walking among the people. I'm like, no, no, no. Why? Are... So they No one call... saw this happen. Literally, right. no one saw this happen. So for all they know, the. How, how does anybody know that Voldemort's gone? <laughs> like, how does anybody know? They don't know. They're just. It's just the battle's over. I'm like, what? Correct. We're done. Oh, so ugh. I'm trying, like, in my brain, I try to explain it away as, like, this is some unclear amount of time later. This isn't like he turned around out of the courtyard and walked into the Great Hall. I'd but, love to believe that, but we see him in that shot with the sun coming up. We see him walking away. Right. So we know it's the next scene. Okay. And I'll give you that, too. Maybe it is. Maybe they, maybe they somehow know. Voldemort's dead, but how? <laughs> how? Yeah, I don't think that I really talked about it last episode, but like even when Harry comes back alive, like the Death Eaters start like piecing out for unclear reasons. It's not like the Order suddenly has an upper hand just because Harry's still alive, but like all the Death Eaters just start leaving. <laughs> but then Which? the battle continues. <laughs> but then Voldemort dies and suddenly all the Death Eaters are gone. Right. Did they die with him? I guess. <laughs> like apparently. <laughs> and at least the book, like, it's like, you know, people that all over are like renouncing him or saying that they were imperious to do his will. Great. But that was a lot of fucking people that we saw at the end that are just gone. It, also, this castle is huge. Like, how many battles are still going on? How many duels are still going on, on in some random fucking wing where a Death Eater has someone cornered or vice versa? Nope. Quiet. It's all over. It's it's the weirdest, like, most unsatisfying ending. Like, I'm, and we're going to get into that in a minute, but, like, it's just so unsatisfying. You should. the the In movies, like, normal action movies, like we're talking about when they have the final battle, people witness it. And there's the eruption. Yeah, of, everybody's there. Good triumphed. Like we don't get that. <laughs> it's just it's just over. 
Like, even if we were in the Great Hall where Bellatrix was killed, like, at least <laughs> we know it fucking happened. At least there are people around that may have seen it. Yes. And, you know, like, cried been... out and rejoiced, like, ding dong, the witch is dead. Correct. But no. No. It ended in just the two of them in the courtyard. Yeah. In a silent whisper. Yeah, it's so dumb because I'm just like, <sighs> it's what everybody in this wizarding world that we've been privy to has been working towards is eradicating Voldemort and his followers and it's happened and no one knows about it. <laughs> yeah. What? Anyway, so I'll, we'll complain about that more in a minute. Um, so walking through the great hall, I said, anyway, Percy's here. Um, Percy's here again. <laughs> we see Cho Chang followed by Dean and Seamus chatting with Aberforth. Um, next what the fuck is, uh, did you have the subtitles on at this point? I did. What the fuck is Aberforth talking about? His line is, I always figured you would be a big fellow like that one. And he points at Dean. What? Oh. Is he talking about Potter Watch? Like maybe hearing them on the radio? Maybe. I thought he was talking about he'd be a big fellow, like he'd, he'd kill the big fellow. Oh, interesting. That line doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the next one is kind of interesting too. <laughs> I said next we have Professor Slughorn. Sprout and Flitwick <laughs> listening to Slughorn tell a story I'd never heard before. He said, I never lost my wand before in my life. It was lost in the folds of my gowns. I managed to find it and I dispatched a few of them. I'm like, Nothing oh. like you though. Yeah. Yeah. He starts that monologue with, I couldn't find my wand. Like what? <laughs> So we're just hearing like bits of stories of the battle. I'm like, okay. And it, at least it's showing that Slughorn came along and did the right thing by the end. Like, I think that's what it's showing, which is fine. That's, that's cute. I'll take it. But, but did he, or is this. he just, <laughs> or is he lying? <laughs> Making another bloated story. Um, oh, <laughs> I said, I also spotted McLagan in the background. Oh, I didn't see him. I didn't, I, I paused at a weird moment. I was like, oh, it's right there. That's cool um so harry then runs into and hugs hagrid i said which made me tear up because robbie coltrane has passed i said but also there should be more here i should feel more this is a weird it's a very silent scene if you can call it it's like a a, a very strange aside between the two of them that i agree should be bigger should have its own moment and instead like it's hagrid's last moment on film and See, it's now just I'm like cry again. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Thank you. Yeah, you saying that about that Robbie has passed and that like interview just flashed into my mind. Like in 50 years, kids will still be reading this. Like I won't be here, but Hagrid will. It's like, oh my God. I'm gonna eventually watch that reunion special and I will be destroyed. And I will <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I can. That'll be like two in the morning your time. You'll get a text. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. Here is the thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it's just a weird aside. Again, he's just kind of moving through the hall. I said, I said, oh Jesus, let me have Filch in the entryway with Mrs. Norris sweeping up the rubble, which is funny, I guess. I said, because we needed that. He's thinking of you. Okay. He's thinking of you. <laughs> it's like somebody's gonna clean this. And I'm I'm on his he's side. He's trying to tidy the rubble. <laughs> and it wasn't until we got to Hogwarts legacy. Uh, that we learned about the spell Reparo Maxima. Thank you. I thought that too. But so I was like, like, I thought that too. And I went, but he's a squib. He's a squib, but like somebody 
Can could fix the castle wand. with the wave of a wand. Thank like, you. come on, Flitwick is there. Flitwick is a master of charms. Come on, Flitwick, stop listening to this. A champion duel. Get off your ass. Start cleaning the shit up. Let's go. Wave your wand. Fix the great hall. You know what I just realized is a crime? We don't see McGonagall again. We don't. We should have. We her should last, see her. She's, she's her last shot is in the last segment, last week's episode, during. Mm-hmm. His the speech. part that I talked about, the blocking, the yeah. <laughs> musical theater blocking. So we know she's alive. Like, so I guess that's We fair. know she's alive. She made it through the battle that then continues after that. <laughs> but she's the headmistress at that point that once Snape is gone. She sure is. And manufactures the escape of the children and the battle. It, we don't see her again. That feels wrong to me. But anyway yeah it's it's a shame that really all we get of her in this battle is like arming the troops on the viaduct because there are little segments of like when bellatrix dies when molly defeats bellatrix um mcgonagall is actually battling voldemort mcgonagall kingsley and someone else are battling voldemort in that moment and it's like yeah she's a badass yeah like everyone just thinks she's this frail old woman forgetting that Dumbledore is older than her <laughs> <laughs> and that she's this fucking second in command. Yes. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like, so to not include her towards the end feels wrong. Yeah, I me. agree. But again, we would do a whole Maggie Smith podcast if we could. Um, sure would. So now in walk around Hermione holding hands, I said, and oh my God, this is also fucking calm. I hate this. I said this whole movie and whole series is ending in a whisper. Anyway. It is. Yeah, I agree at, with that. That's I don't like it. It's 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 too calm. Put it this way: I've seen other movies where I don't know the characters for as long, and at the end I go, "Oh," and I feel for them and I feel their triumph. I've known these motherfuckers for eight movies, <laughs> and I'm going, "We're just we're just done." Like, yep. I don't. We're just I was done. Upset. That that's actually very accurate. We're just done. We're just done, and I feel like they thought it was going to be impact. It, it, you don't. You should. You shouldn't have to remind me that the trio is at the core. Like there should be, holy shit, you're alive. Holy shit, we all survived. Like there should be this running and hugging. And so it's just, they're just strolling in and they stroll on out. I'm like, well, okay, we'll talk about it some more, but let's just get through my notes. Um, <laughs> so now we see the trio on the bioduct amongst the rubble and Hermione asked why the Elder Wand didn't work for Voldemort. Um, Rude, Harry- Hermione, it is Ron's job to ask questions. <laughs> How dare well, there, you. there are a couple now, so they're supporting. There are a couple other. now, and so that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, okay, uh, that's her. That's her. I retract my statement. Sadly, Harry explains it never belonged to Snape. Um, Draco was the last person to disarm Dumbledore, but because he overpowered Draco and his wand, this one is his. I said, mm, okay, sure. If you think about that, that's kind of silly. Draco's the owner of an elder yeah. wand that he doesn't actually have possession of but because harry has overcome him and taken his wand that he normally uses the transfer of the elder wand comes to harry what <laughs> yeah i i mean i followed um, it in the book i was like oh yeah, mean, yeah absolutely but now i'm like eh, it's a little weird it's, it's like saying, a little clearer in the book yes uh but this is i, I mean it's essentially the same story yeah it is um that like he overpowered draco and so like therefore the power transferred from dumbledore to draco and then to harry great fantastic uh it's a little sketchy but again this is wand lore we're exploring the far reaches of our understanding of magic 
Fair, fair. There's really no like completely <laughs> neat tie up with a bow, even in the book, uh, not only for the elder one, but even just for Voldemort in general, like it's not like when we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, when it's like, you're linked to life as long as he's alive, but then why is he able to die if you two are linked by blood? Correct. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of Reddit threads out there that are, are with us. They're like, Wait. oh yeah, you can go down a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> I started to the other day. I'm like, I gotta pull out before. Let's just finish this. Yeah, I can I can listen to other people's crazy. Um, yeah, it's very odd. Um, but okay, we're we're going with it. That, but to me, it's like, okay, so Corey, what if I go steal your remote control? doesn't go to my TV, but I stole a remote control. <laughs> now my, my TV will respond to your remote control because I, I can, wait, what, what, wait, wait, yeah. wait, what? No, because I took yours. It works on mine. What? Yeah. We have to continue <laughs> to remind ourselves that like wands are sentient beings essentially and their allegiance True. changes with their own feeling. <laughs> and sure. so it's not necessarily about anything that's logical. It's like, oh, well, <laughs> I think he won. So I think I like him more. Anyway, goodbye. I'm gonna leave goodbye. <laughs> My allegiance is with him. Yeah. Anyway, so now um, I think they mentioned like, so now you have the most powerful wand in the world. I said, Corey, next part. Why are we mad? With the elder one. <laughs> I just, like I'm like, you take it. I can't. With him just like snapping it in two? Yep. I mean, first of all, I full on had like a Damien from Mean Girls moment when she's up on stage and breaks the tiara and he goes, oh, <laughs> because that's like, I'm sorry, like there was no better way for the writers and she who must not be named to rally the fandom together than to do this. Like I have every person whoever read the books just stopped <laughs> in the up. theater stood up and went what the fuck he doesn't even go here <laughs> he doesn't even go here it's not like, how it goes he loved his wand which he kept the two split halves of in his thing from hagrid don't worry about it we didn't mention it but oh yeah he that doesn't that exist out, <laughs> repairs it with the elder wand and keeps his original wand that's what happens. Just crack, yeah. crack, throw, throw. I'm like, what have you done? Why are we? <laughs> what have you done? Like a part of me wants to know, and I should have done some research on this. Like, was this an alternate ending that she was playing with? And oh. so this was her way of having both. Oh. But. Is it maybe? A why would scene? you do that? <laughs> oh, no. Don't. How dare you? Do you know something? <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't. I promise you, I don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, next week. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a very quiet ending and it's a very weird ending. So Harry just doesn't have a wand at the end. Okay. Correct. It's actually not clear what wand he's using in the battle with Voldemort. Right. It's, it's just this snatcher wand that it's Ron gave be. him. But again, well, th that is absolutely what it is. I think but... it is. Well, or did he get? Draco's wand from the Malfoy Manor. No. 
because he took all those wands. There's a point, one point where he has like three wands. So he stole at Malfoy Manor, right? Like, yeah, he stole, he has Narcissus, he has Bellatrixes, and he has Dracos. No, he doesn't have Narcissus. It's somebody else's. He has Dracos and he has Bellatrix's wand after they leave Malfoy Manor at the end of Deathly Hallows Part One. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 you're right. It's just, just, anyway, this whole movie, this whole series where we're supposed to be behind the trio and behind their mission to defeat Voldemort and it's just a quiet ass ending is that at least Hermione holds their hands on the viaduct but that is it not a we did it not a we saved the fucking wizarding world not a it's over it's no no words just holding hands standing there yeah. I was like what a fucking again I felt more in other movies and I'm so sorry to go back to this but Lord of the Rings I, that is a better ending where you feel you feel the finality of this whole journey that, that they've all been on together you feel that and this i'm like what oh we're just we're done <laughs> it's just kind of done it's just kind of and there's done. no like there's no explanation for his actions either like in the book when he repairs his wand and yeah like decides to put the elder wand into dumbledore's tomb like what the reasoning behind that the reason behind him not wielding the power of the elder wand is that he he's like no one should have that kind of power not only as like just wielding the elder wand but like he is the master of all three hollows yes like, oh that's right we missed that whole scene where he goes to dumbledore's office and talks to the portrait yeah and that's where he tells dumbledore i left the resurrection stone in the forest am i okay that i left that behind he's like yeah i support you <sighs> Just an unsatisfying ending. I was so mad. Anyway, let's go into the epilogue. <laughs> the epilogue, let's I also do don't, it. I don't really like either, to be honest. And no, people I like don't. fan kids out there are like, that's so great. I'm like, it's not, it's not satisfying either. Um, so the epilogue says 19 years later. Uh, so we get an exterior what a weird shot. amount of time. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> like, why not 20? <laughs> it's a very pointed choice of like a lot of things have happened. Maybe there's a reason behind the number 19. I don't know, but. I don't know, but he puts it, it puts Harry at our age. Which I will talk about and we are going to fight about because I'm Great, really okay, mad. good. Um, so we got an exterior shot of King's Cross Station. We're supposed to assume it's September 1st. Um, we see a family with two. Actually, I never noticed this. I will give it this one, this watch. I did see that walking in outside of King's Cross with the trolleys. I was like, oh, actually I never noticed that. Oh, I've, I have not either. I get distracted by the building because it's beautiful. It is beautiful. But I saw. But like, I do love this full circle moment. Like this film started at King's Cross or this film series, excuse me, started at King's Cross and here we are. Yeah. Um, we see this family with two children pushing trolleys throughout the station. The first one runs through the barrier, marched platform nine and three quarters, followed by the hesitant second kid with Harry. Ginny and their daughter follow after. Now we see the other magical families waving off their children including the Malfoy family. The Potters meet up with the Weasleys where dear Tom- Y'all, wait, I'm sorry. I need to stop you. Yeah. I've never been able to put my finger on it, but somehow Tom got the worst deal on his age makeup. No, wait, like, give me one more sentence and we're going to go off. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Let me go, let go, it go, go, go off because I'm so yep, mad. Yep, so the Potters yep, meet up go. with the Weasleys where dear God, everyone has aged so much. I am personally offended that they did, they depict 36-year-olds as so wrinkled and lined. What the <laughs> fuck, movie? <laughs> <laughs> I did that math yesterday. I'm like, wait, 19 plus 17. Fuck you, movie. I am 
36. That is our I do current not, age. That is our current age. Like, look like this. Fuck you, movie. Like I was so yeah, you're right. Tom Felton looks like he's fucking 50. Like they're they're fucking Tom like- Tom looks like he went through some shit after he fled the castle with his <laughs> they parents. All like do. They I don't know what do. happened to Tom. They all look like they did some heavy drinking or drug use and maybe we're sitting out in the sun for eight years. I don't know. It's just it's so, so mean. <laughs> okay. 36 years old, kids. I'm <laughs> oh, no. Why did they wait so long to have kids, too? Like, they waited, like, another 10 years to have children. Well, no. Some of their kids are at least 12. That right. Are... Okay. So they waited so seven 12, years. Excuse me. Minus 18 is seven years. So they're 24. Yeah. It's not that long. Well, then again, we're from the Midwest where people start having babies at fucking 17. So. Well, also, and Harry's parents had him when they were 20. Yeah. yeah, yeah 19, yeah. 20, something like that. No, I think it's uh, fine. The kids are age so, appropriate. The parents' makeup is not. Oh, my God. How dare you? I am going to go do a fucking mask after this, and I'm going to hydrate the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, movie? Oh, God. Okay, to play devil's advocate. No. <laughs> go ahead. It's the last episode. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> uh, to play devil's advocate, they had to make it drastic. Okay. For a juxtaposition yeah. to make it clear that, yeah. like, yes, it's two decades later. So that's argument number one. Sure. Uh, item B, because <laughs> we do one and then B, <laughs> uh, is in the 90s. Mm. which I guess it's no longer set in the 90s it's in the early 2000s no it's in the 20 teens 19 years later Mm. okay anyway late 20 teens so this argument doesn't hold water but uh (laughs) when we were growing up there was just like a certain trope of like a sitcom mom and dad or even a teenage drama mom and dad. And they all have this look. They all have this middle-aged look. And it's like just what happens to people when they have babies, apparently. Well, and I think I've seen things like that where like the parents were actually only 42 in like Father of the Bride. Like they're not actually old. It's, Mm. I I have looked into this. Father of the Bride is a great example. Have we talked about this before? I think we've talked about this before. But like Steve Martin and Diane Keaton look old mm-hmm. old like and they're supposed to be in their early 40s right. like they're supposed to be a few years older than what we currently are so there's that my thing last that... point so we did one b and <laughs> appendix a whatever uh is that we are like the first generation of self-care and oh, so yeah. people in like millennials are the first generation to like genuinely take care of themselves in that way and not like never wear sunscreen or like have access to mental health care or or drink to medicate well um okay and so we are aging more gracefully than our predecessors in terms of uh generations uh so like you and i being 36 do not look like these middle-aged humans <laughs> right well i will say actually harry doesn't look that bad 
We no, actually, Harry. I think I that like, oh, Harry, Ginny, and Harry, Ginny, and Hermione, like, yes, they look. I, I'd believe that they are parents in their mid thirties, and they're tired, <laughs> and they're tired, and that's yeah. fair. That's absolutely fair. That's a lot of kids. Um, there's also that thing too that I don't know if we talked about on the podcast, but like they talked about why you associate people as being older in the past because they're still wearing fashion from the past too. Yeah, they're wearing pa- like fashion of their parents, which were prior generation. Mm-hmm. I read an article that's like, this is why you feel that way because they're wearing fashions that are older. So you're associating that with like parents that you saw at that time. That's why. Anyway, so yeah, so really age them. Fine, 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 fine. We get it. Time has passed. Um, the younger Potter boy hangs back and pretends to tie his shoe. Harry goes to have a heart to heart with him and reassure Albus Severus Potter that if, it's in, if he goes to Slytherin, it's all good. Otherwise, you can ask the sorting hat for. Gryffindor, I said, fails to mention that he did that, that he had asked the sorting. That was the whole point of that conversation in the book. He's reassuring him, hey, the sorting hat took my choice into consideration. And that's why I was in Gryffindor. So I said, so what is this scene (laughs) and why? Why? Whatever. So the kids find seeds. Go ahead. So I, it, it is what it is. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they like did this scene. The, where, like, the, the like point, scene. right. The, the point of the conversation between the two of them is like Harry connecting with his son and being like, you can choose. It is our actions far more than our abilities that display who we really are. Yada, yada, yada. Dumbledore and ideology. Um, so the point is made. I agree with you. It's upsetting that they didn't at least be like, this is what happened to me. But I am more just like stuck on, I fucking love the memes that poke fun at this that are like, Albus Severus Horace Arthur Dean, you know your brother (laughs) James Sirius Peter Remus Cedric likes to tease. Now don't upset Lily Luna Malia Andromeda Minerva. Like, oh my God, we are that. just, what? Oh my, yeah, those memes are fucking hilarious. That's but I get it, like, but like Albus Severus, first of all, fucking awkward name. James Sirius, weird, weird, weird. I'm sorry, I will never name a child because I'm never gonna have children because I'm barren, it's fine. <laughs> but like- Yeah, uh, that's why. Yes, that's why. Uh, I. W- this is so weird. This is so weird. I don't and like this is coming from someone who like, yes, this is coming from someone like my middle name is my father's first name. Um, hmm. So like, I'm part of this convention of like naming, like keeping a name that's Me too. either in name a family or generations. Yeah. Great. I fantastic. Sure. But this is so fucking clunky. It's and the fact clunky. that it's all three of their children is like, really? Overkill. really you couldn't do indulgence. just like you couldn't just do like one middle name that's maybe there's indulgence right there that's an author being like i'm gonna throw this in like we yeah. you know you didn't have to hit us with the head with it we got it james serious like or serious james that makes sense that sounds normal. james is a great middle name yeah but you can't have a stronger middle name than the first that's name. what it is yeah thank you god damn it anyway um anyway sorry i got caught up on names we're upset about names because they're just the scene. Anyway, I said, whatever. Kids find seats. <laughs> the trio sees them off. Blurg. I said, I hated this. At least in the book, it was kind of funny. Like when Ron was talking about how he passed his driver's test by using a charm and how the people were staring at them. And Ron goes, it's me. I'm famous. 
like that's funny like insert some funny like humor into the scene we just we didn't it's just the trio and they see their kids off. no it's mm. just it's just meant to be like warm fuzzies that's all we're trying to do like cap it off but i really like your observation of like the entire series going out with a whisper yes like there's no invested. last like even yeah. even Voldemort's death is just him fading away like there's no <laughs> big crash at the end you know there's no final bang or nobody it's witnessing just, it yeah it's like the, honestly it's like the peak of the climax was nagini god getting damn it her head yes off. <laughs> actually yes yeah and that's upsetting like that's the last big bang of the series interesting yeah it's it's very again for two people who have spent so much fucking time and energy <laughs> <laughs> what us for us it's like okay but this is this is how we're ending it <laughs> this is how we're ending it all right anyway so it is uh it's over let me ask you a couple questions and then we're going to talk about the podcast as a whole real quick yeah yeah okay real quick question what would you obliterate like an ashy feathery Voldemort uh, <laughs> we gotta get rid of the creepy clown face it haunts my dreams <laughs> all right yeah. what about you what are you obliterating i'm getting rid of the ending as a whole fuck you guys like i'm sorry like we <laughs> from worked... the wand breaking yep. to the offensive age makeup offensive like everything as <laughs> of age makeup and then just if that battle happened with no witnesses what <laughs> like what movie would you ever okay anyway yeah what would you keep like the names of dead headmasters. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, I'm going with Neville to the rescue. Like I said, the last big bang of the series is Neville saving the day by cutting off McGinney's head. Yeah. And I just, I, I really like that moment. That's a good what one. What about you? I, I kept the moment of the sun coming up over a battered Hogwarts. Oh, like, uh. that's a cool, like symbolic thing. I wanted it to mean more. Because I wanted like everybody to be gathered to see the new dawn of the wizarding world yeah. without Voldemort, but I like the the imagery there. Oh, okay, that's really it. We really fucking did it. We really we did, did it. it. How many two pages and a half of years? Notes? How many pages of notes <laughs> did you end up doing? Uh, my notes document here is two hundred and thirty one pages. Shit. And I have, I pulled them out yesterday. I have five 70 sheet notebooks filled with, filled with notes and filled with like my edit notes. When I went back through the episodes to edit like coughs and edit out <laughs> pauses and stuff like those. Notebooks oh, so you have me, you have me it's, beat by a long shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause it's a lot of like, I would go back and listen to our episodes and go, oh, shit, we paused, we, we coughed, we did a redo. We told <laughs> we kept, an inappropriate story. We, we told an inappropriate names. story. We got to call in Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> we did that quite Oh, often. my God. If there was a fucking tally for that. Oh, my God. I should have made a reel of that. I'm just us going, God, Fulbert, Dumbledore. Damn it. Why are there so many fucking syllables? Um, Whatever. But basically, yeah, we put, like, hours and hours into this project, which, like, we've gotten, like, <laughs> with a like three reviews we've gotten people are like you're so critical I'm like well you can't first of all we don't hate these movies because we've put this time into it you can't hate love a project <laughs> like right. we've 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 loved doing this project and we've learned a lot along the way we've just noticed different things as we go um I also that's kind of the point like that's what yeah that's we are criticism. we are critiquing like that that that's that was the whole point of this podcast from the very start so right and it was just basically 
hi, Corey, I have a project in mind. I realize I've been watching these movies for years. I've never noticed a lot of things. I've never actually watched them concentrated. It's like in, in chunks, like, you do this with me. <laughs> like, and that's what this was. And I you learned know, a lot. Yeah. You know how during the pandemic, you had a lot of crazy ideas about <laughs> things you'd like you to do you in make life. sourdough bread. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. then like everyone stopped making sourdough. Yeah. We never stopped making sourdough and it's, it's years later. Uh, and I guess here's our loaf. Folks. Here's our loaf. We produce Slice off a piece. Yeah. I learned a lot about editing, which you'll hear from podcast to podcast. <laughs> what up? I did not know what I was doing um, clearly from the first several episodes, but we got there. Um, hey, we make, we made some bad pancakes. Corey described but, uh, as burnt pancakes. <laughs> you burn some pancakes. Your first, nice yeah, your first pancake is always not not right, and then the ones after that are fantastic. And here we are. You should be so proud of yourself, listeners. You. I don't think y'all understand. Thank maybe you. you do how much work goes into creating a podcast. And I want to confess here that I have almost nothing to do with this. <laughs> I show up occasionally and and scream like a banshee, and Andrea does everything else so she deserves all the credit here uh this is her baby and her creation and uh it's grown up now it's time to release it into the world and uh retire i guess where are we going should we buy a house uh nobody can buy a house for millennials um fuck (laughs) (laughs) this was beautiful and i appreciate Corey's time too coming in with the theories and coming in with the notes and coming in with the the beautiful knowledge that I didn't know. We learned a lot. Oh God, makes you miss a puke, doesn't it? It does, because holy shit, we can really dive deep, we found. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But this we can go of... to dark places. <laughs> yeah. This was a good project. Um, Corey, final question. How did you feel about the movies as a whole? Uh, ultimately, I think that despite two and a half years of very very meticulous analyzation um my opinion is pretty much the same like i i'm still gonna love them uh i'm still gonna do my best to separate the art from the artist uh i'm still gonna take every opportunity to say that i stand firmly with the trans community and i don't approve of the statements and opinions that she who must not be named espouses um but ultimately i am head over heels in love with the first two films Mm -hmm. i don't understand why people love the third film so much (laughs) and always baffled us yes four through eight are just there (laughs) and i love them for what they are (laughs) they are an interpretation of this piece of art that i have a, a deep deep appreciation for for uh that helped to form who i am hmm. as a human what about you? Where are you at after all this time? <laughs> Always. Um, yeah, it's funny because I thought starting this project, I'm like, oh, I love these movies. Like I unequivoc- unequivocally love them. I never questioned them. This project made me question them, but also made me appreciate how much work and detail actually was put into a lot of them. I feel like we kind of stumbled towards the end, but we, <laughs> we definitely put like, really? a lot of attention and, and detail into building this world and what I realized finally and actually thanks to Hogwarts Legacy oddly enough a video game that I would have have never had any like knowledge of I'm not a video game person um but thankfully like that made me go oh these movies walked so the next iterations can run like these movies gave us a framework of like what Hogwarts looks like what these 
classrooms look like, what the, the world looks like. They, they yeah. laid that groundwork for us. Um, do I think it was all perfect? No. Do I think there's room for improvement? Yes. Am I excited to see where this goes later? Yes, absolutely. But now we're going to get it sooner than we thought. <laughs> sooner than we thought. We, I thought it was like still a few years off, but I guess we're getting a reboot. Great. Um, so I appreciate that. After we- only 20 years. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> only 20. Um, but yeah, I think they did a good job of starting to build the world that we've all, you know, even if you like don't love every single movie, you love visiting the world and parts of it that you've imagined when reading the books. So I think they did a good job with that. Right. So that's it. Yeah. That is the end. We are going to do one more bonus episode for y'all. We're going to watch the deleted scenes together, all of them together. <laughs> together. And do our live reactions. Yeah. And we are, so like. It's over. Signing off. This is the part where I would normally remind you all to follow us on uh, social media, on mm-hmm. the YouTube, on mm-hmm. the TikTok, on mm-hmm. the Instagram. Uh, I would say that those are probably going to go quiet. <laughs> Pretty quiet. Uh, and She's by probably, done. I mean, absolutely. She's done. Uh, She's we done. still, She's done. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. Uh, we still done. love and appreciate all of you who came along on this wild journey with us. Yeah. Uh, please listen. Please listen to the episode again. Uh, mm-hmm. Comment with everything that we're wrong about and everything that you love and, you know, continue showing that passion that we have tried to share with you, even if it comes off as just angry people yelling into the <laughs> abyss. Uh, yeah, love keep, keep, keep the There's spirit love. alive. A special thank you to everybody who ever came on our podcast too. That was really, really, really appreciated. Oh my God. You took time out of your schedule to come on to our weird project. So thank you for that. We do not forget you. Thank you so much. And we'll take you. You're great. We adore all of you. <laughs> as we leave. All right, Corey, I think that's it. This is the end. Yeah. I think this is a mischief managed. Mischief managed. I love you. Bye. Bye. Start. Okay. I can't get mine open. Are you struggle busting? <laughs> I'm struggle busting. Come on, you piece of shit. I believe in you. I've done this 800 times. Please open. We've done this together 800 <laughs> times. I believe in you. For I, I understand everyone, this is an audio medium, so you can't see what we're struggling with, but we're both trying to open bottles of champagne. You got it? You got no. it? Should I go first? I think will you that have help? To. Yeah. <laughs> will it help if you see me do it first? <laughs> go. Oh my God. Are you okay? Oh, come out. <laughs> Thank you.